Kid C, Fresh Kid C, yes sir, Fresh Kid P, Fresh Kid T, oh yeah, we back, oh and Zafu, by the way, yeah, jokes. Welcome back everybody, this is episode three of The Cleanup, I am Eli Consker, Ben Ranieri, and I'm Connor Callanan. And we're just gonna we're just gonna hop into it. Um, last week, the Seahawks had a had a rough one. That was, I mean, they pulled it out in the end, but whew, one yard line, Cam Newton running the ball that that was pretty scary. But you know, thrown it should have thrown it. That's what I was. That's why I tweeted out they should have thrown the ball. But um, going into this next week, I feel pretty good going in with with Dallas and their weak cornerback situation and Russell Wilson throwing the ball. That's all I got to say yeah. about that. My opinions. I love my Hawks. Russ is putting up MVP numbers. So I just need the defense to step up a little bit and hopefully Quandre Diggs doesn't get ejected in like the first four minutes of the game this week. Well, I got, I got to shout out Ben's Packers. They have been putting up points. They have been hard to catch. They are, they're for real. They are for real. Two and oh, we got, uh, got the saints this weekend. Yeah. Michael Thomas out, Devontae Adams out. So, evil playing field. Evil playing field. Let's let it rock. Go, Pat, go, baby. That's, that, that is true. I mean, I keep seeing the NFL power rankings, and all I can think about is how they just ripped the Hawks. Behind the Steelers? Steelers. Three weeks in a row? That's, that's rough. I mean, their defense is for real, but come on. I, I just don't, I don't see it. All right. Moving forward, what do we got? We're going to start – let's talk some baseball. So, one of my favorite players of all time has just retired. Um, at the end of the year, Alex Gordon is is done with baseball. And for real, that dude was clutch. He, he is the example of a team sticking with a guy. He started at third base, didn't really work out, and then they just put him in the outfield, and he became a, a stud out there. Yeah, they, uh, my, he was probably my guy on those Royals teams for all those years growing up as a left fielder, um, just balling out in left field besides, uh, Gerard Dyson, of course. But, um, my favorite Alex Gordon memory is that error slash triple in game seven and how badly I wanted them to send him home in 2014. Oh yeah, third base oh. coach, you gotta send him. You gotta give you us that moment him. at the plate. Yeah, and his his clutch home run in the in in the World yep. Series was pretty big. Yeah, he congratulations he, to Alex Gordon. Great career. Yes, really, really great career. One one that I'm always gonna remember. Dude was just gritty. Um, Connor, you got anything to say as an outfielder? I mean, yeah, Alex Gordon, like, I take pride in my defense as an outfielder. I think one of my favorite memories of Alex Gordon is just him launching himself into the stands, I think, early on in the season and just making a play, giving up his body for the ball. And I think that's kind of four minds Alex Gordon. didn't do anything for the win. And glad he got his ring. Uh, just a great career overall. And uh, sad to see him go, but I uh, wish him the best in the retirement. Well said. Well, well said. For all you guys, just just so you know, just so you can paint the picture in your mind. Uh, no, you guys can't see me right now, but I am indeed rocking the uh, rookie of the year in the AL on my back right now. Shout out Kyle Lewis. Just so you guys know. God, I I hope he wins. I know I want. 
I know I went with Robert, but at the same time, I want Lewis to win. Nope, it's a lock. I think he's counting himself. I, th- I think he will win it, too. No, it's, it's coming. With, with all my heart, I want to see. Rookie of the year right here. So let's stay in the, the AL West. Uh, Simba and Dalton Simmons has opted out of the rest of the season. I think I that's, that's a big deal. I, that's a, I, I think that's the last time he's played as an angel. I think it's a I think it's a big deal, and I think it's also probably pretty smart um, for a guy that's had just so many ankle sprains and thumb sprains, just random injuries. I feel like he's had a decent year, and going into free agency, just clean slate, just go home, get ready for free agency. I think he'll get his money. Yeah, and I we we know what he can do on defense, but he's really turned himself into a problem at the plate and more than anything I think he's probably had a better offensive season this year than his defensive season and I don't I, th- I think that will make him some money even though he's going into his what age 30 season yeah something like that yeah I think it's a good adjustment he made because his like his knock really in his career was so he was always an incredible defender but his only knock was he wasn't really getting on base that much and using those tools so I think it's good to see him adjust to being just equals an offensive player as to his defense. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, I know this is early predictions, but wh- where do we see him fitting this next year? What, what, if he doesn't end up back in Anaheim? I think we got to ask the question too of like, it's the same question when I think about where all of these upcoming free agents are going to sign. Like, how willing are these teams going to be to like spend? any sort of money true true and i this is i mean it's a good situation for him because um, he has to be the best shortstop come this this offseason right he's not even the best shortstop coming out of this division though this offseason who oh we got marcus Semyon free Semyon's a free agent that's right that's right yeah i mean i i I can only wonder because he's he's probably not going to be an A much longer either. So yeah, they are not keeping him. They're not keeping anybody. We'll see. We'll see where these guys land and how much they're paid. Um, I would just like to um, raise my right hand and just admit that I uh, I didn't have the best award picks, and I wanted to give Eli a little shout out. Oh, he uh, he nailed a couple of them, namely Freddie Freeman, NL MVP. I think he locked that one up tonight. Um, and to be honest, I'm really liking. I'm kind of I'm hopping on the Devin Williams. Let's band. go. I'm hopping oh, on. Lord. There's space on this this hype train. I am. Thank you. I love that. I literally was reading an article about Devin Williams this morning, and he says that his changeup is a reverse slider. Love and it. that couldn't be any more accurate. That thing is an absolute backwards frisbee. We love that. Okay. Well, Connor, you have anything to say to that? No. Didn't think uh, so. Yeah, you right. right. to give you some picks, <laughs> but uh, end of the day, I'm a competitor, and I still think my picks are better than yours. That's fine. I I can accept that. I got. I'm not, I, got I, mean, one, I got one thing to say though about this this whole. Uh, AL MVP conversation. So I think if I was a betting man, I would be betting on Jose Abreu. But 
there's been a lot of push I've been seeing lately for Jose Ramirez. Which he, he deserves the love. But I think that the season that Jose Abreu has put together has been very impressive start to finish. And what Jose Abreu has done has mostly been in the second half of the year. And I think that the whole body of work favors Jose Abreu. However, I think there is one guy that you can make a very strong case for pushing Jose Abreu for the MVP. And I, it's not very mainstream, but do we think in a shortened season, Shane Bieber is an MVP candidate? Yes, 100%. It's just comes up. literally won his team like 10 games this year. Should have been, gave his chance, gave his team a chance to win 12 games this year. And yeah, I mean, what, that's a fifth of the season? Yeah, pretty close. That's, I mean, and if you're looking at the depth, math guy, but most valuable player, I should, <laughs> in fact, very probably the most valuable Indian to that team. I don't think they're in the position they are without Shane Bieber heading that. Sure, he's leading in Fangraphs war. Yeah, he's he's been he's been. He might be leading the MLB in Fangraphs war. Um, let me pull it up right now. Uh, I thought I thought the leader in war for the one. For the, Point one behind behind Jose Ramirez. He's I was gonna say that he's not even the leader on his team in WAR. Yeah, Jose Ramirez is a three-three. Beaver's That's a crazy. So, I mean, it's the same reason we're we're talking about TA and Jose Abreu stealing votes from each other. Those two got to be yeah. stealing votes from each other as well. So, but if I like I said, I think I think it's still probably Jose Abreu in the end. Yeah, I, I'm I'm cool going with two first basemen winning winning MVP. That's all I got to say to that. Yeah. So, <clears throat> let's talk about the standings and where we think how how we think teams are going to do in the playoffs when it comes to seeding. Can we get um, uh, Nerf? Can we can you pull up the standings for us? Yeah. Um. I just I was just watching the Giants just lost on a walk-off home run by Trent Grisham. Um, we don't care about the AL. We just want to see the NL. The AL is over. Okay, there's the NL, and then I'm just cutting off the Rockies on the bottom because they aren't relevant at all. Uh, but we will. We definitely should get into our uh, our uh, playoff predictions. That that'll be fun. But um, oh, look at the Reds! The Reds, the Reds clinched. I'm pretty sure they they, they, ju- they just clinched today. Clinched. Wow. Who would have thought? How far they've come. I I know somebody who would have thought, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> we don't. We don't need to. He doesn't need to get a shout out. That's okay. Not at all. Um. I'm actually a little bit disappointed that the Reds have come up in the standings so far because I really, really wanted them to play the Cubs in the first round. I would yeah. love to see that. Absolutely love to see Trevor Bauer just scream at Ian Happ. Like I've been saying this entire podcast, Trevor Bauer is the best personality in baseball. Very, very polarizing, but I think he's, he's good for the game. 
he's good for the game because he's successful. Could he, I couldn't imagine what would be going on if he was putting up poor numbers, you know? If he, if, they, if he was just another guy and tried to have that same personality, it wouldn't, it wouldn't work. But No, but he should. But people want to see his fall as much as they want to watch him pitch successfully, so. All right, so who are we taking out of each – out of each uh, league here, NL and AL for the World Series. I'm I know it's kind of early, but so I what I wanted to get into was some of these teams are going to be such such matchup problems. For yeah. example, the Cleveland Indians. They have a pitching rotation that is amazing, yes. and they're getting hot at the right time. Yes, we got a bunch you of dudes do, that get on base. You and do then, not want to see Plesac. MVB and Carrasco in a series. You just don't. Not at all. No, you don't want to see Savali either. I mean that no. the team is loaded with pitching. That they're they're gonna be they're gonna be a serious matchup problem. I said it before the year, the Cleveland Indians were my pick to go to the World Series. Wow. I did say that before the year started. I can confirm he did say this to me. I think and looking at how it's shaping up right now, if we have the Rays as the one seed on the same side as the bracket as the Indians and the Yankees, I think that's a pretty favorable side of the bracket for the Indians. I think after tonight, the Athletics took the one seed from the Rays with their walk-off against the Ams. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the AL is wide open. It's, it's wide open. The, the Rays are coming at you with Snell, Glasnow, and Morton, and that's that's hard. That's that's pretty good, and a, a lineup that just gets the job done. I mean, I don't completely believe in the Toronto Blue Jays all the way because that rotation is not sporting as strong of uh, a group of names. But you know, yeah, who know who who knows what Taiwan Walker looks like when he comes is a is a Playoff pitcher. I really like the Indians in the postseason. I think their their rotation is built for postseason baseball. Their starting rotation is just gross, and their offense is getting hot right now. So, hope, like, if they want to be successful, hopefully their offense can carry them through and stay hot. But I'm really liking them right now. And I know everybody would hate hates to hear it, but the Astros are still going to be somewhat of a factor in the playoffs. They got, they got a good pitching. They got good starting pitcher, and they got a group of guys that have been there before. So. Brutal bullpen, but good starting pitching. And exactly. a lot of guys that have been there before. I, I love I love Verchetti. You know me. Yeah. He goes after who – he went after the Yankees and just – He shoved, shoved tonight again. Richard yeah. went six scoreless again tonight. Just McCullers is getting hot at the right time, and then Granky is Granky. So. I think the AL is so wide open. It's I think the NL is absolutely – fascinating we want to dive into that let's do it i don't see anyone like honestly i just don't see anyone dethroning the dodgers in the nl i think they're i don't think that i don't think that's true um my first thing is the reds are probably gonna upset the 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 braves (laughs) i can see that but i i don't think this is up to date either because i think the reds would have passed the cardinals oh yeah they did just pass the cardinals that's right the cardinals that is a bad matchup in the first round for the Slam Diego Padres. If they have the Reds in the first round, I 
with the Clev injury. I, San Diego might be heading home early this year. You might be watching everybody else play in their home ballpark. That that would hurt. Um, the NL is not locked up yet, but if a team like the the Phillies can sneak their way in, they're also a matchup problem because those guys have their their their, their three headed monster at the top is pretty damn good too. Nola, yes. Wheeler, and and Arietta. That's that's a team that the Dodgers probably don't want to see in the first round. No. If you're the Dodgers, you are ecstatic that the Giants got. Oh, the yeah. Giants, if the Giants get in that eighth spot, you're ecstatic. Oh, I love that Connor just pulled up Bryce Harper. I love me some Bryce Harper. He's been – He gets on base, man. He's been a beast this year. He has been a beast. He's been getting hot, too. Yes. Watch out for playoff Bryce. So, that – Good, good conversation there. Um, I think uh, I would. I want to give a shout out to. Uh, I already claimed the Indians as my AL team. I would like to say now that I would love to claim the Miami Marlins as my NL team. Just throwing that out there. That, that is fun with me. All right. So who do we got making the World Series then? Uh, I have. The, I have the Dodgers, and, you know, I, I'm going to ride out the Indian uh, hype train a little bit. I have the Dodgers and Indians. I also feel like we didn't talk about them a lot, but I think the Minnesota Twins could give a good push in the end here to make a run at it. But I got Dodgers, Indians, and eventually Dodgers in five. Um, if I'm going with the Dodgers making the World Series as well, but the team that ran into a Houston Astros team with, Garrett Cole and Verlander first round last year. The Tampa Bay Rays looked pretty solid in the postseason last year, and I could believe that they can make a run and make it to the World That's Series. That's a good pick. I got, I, got, I got Rays, Dodgers. I like it. I would love to see that. I, I would, too. Just glass now versus glass Bue- now Bueller. Bueller. Game one. <sighs> Yeah, that would, yeah, that. I mean, for that, May versus Morton. Oh hell yeah! I, the no, AL is gonna be a lot of fun to watch. There is no guarantees at all. We love it. All right, so that's those. Those are uh, our playoff predictions. So, this is a new segment. We're gonna be highlighting our. We're each picking a pitcher and a hitter that went off this year that hasn't gotten so much love in the mainstream. It's going to give them a little love. So, Nerf, give them some love. Who do you want to give some okay. love, buddy? I'll start off with my first pick. Uh, I'm going to start off with a pitcher here. Uh, I'm giving it to Carlos Cookie Carrasco. Dude beat leukemia and has come out this year and has kind of shoved. He's been an integral part of that uh, just disgusting uh, – that disgusting Cleveland Indians rotation, and I think he deserves a little bit more love. Hasn't really been talked about that much this year, but he's been been pretty good. He has been shoving lately. I mean, yeah, he's got 10.7 Ks per nine, 1.4 WAR. I mean, he's been and a sub three ERA. He's been kind of shoving. I think pitchers. Eli, who you got as your pitcher? Um, I have Corbin. 
Burns, uh, pitcher for the Milwaukee Brewers. I seem to be giving them a lot of love lately, um, especially especially that pitching staff, considering that they uh, they're not talked about very much. If we're gonna be honest, but uh, he's sporting some pretty some pretty numbers this year. Um, I think he actually just went down. I'm I'm not pretty sure about that. Uh, these are a little dated stats, but he has a 177 uh, ERA, a batting average against of a uh, 180 uh, 158 uh, hits per nine four point uh, 4.99, which is you know it's solid. That's pretty, pretty good. Nice. Strikeouts per nine. Uh, 13.34, which is second in baseball. Oh, excuse me. Those three numbers that have those three numbers I just said were he's he leads the NL, and then he's second in the NL in strikeouts per nine. Uh, he's second in the NL for uh, least amount of home runs per nine, and then he's third in the NL for pitching war with a 2.7. And they they needed that too. The Brewers needed that lift because they don't have I don't think Brandon Woodruff has been all that great this year and they obviously getting rid of Zach Davies they needed a lift in the starting pitching area because they their offense is just brutal this year yeah they 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 got they got the production from where they least expected in that pitching staff rather than their offense so who do you got Ben all right I'm showing some love to uh the guy who I think should finish, could finish with some second place votes in the AL Rookie of the Year. I'm showing some love to the Pacific Northwest and Justice Sheffield. Love that. My guy, Justice Sheffield. He's got a 3.75 ERA this year, which is kind of a little bit misleading because it's a little bit inflated by a bad start early in the year against the Houston Astros, I believe, but he's got a 3.09 FIP and he's only given up two home runs this year. He's done 50 innings and he's still got a start to go. Um, obviously a lot of big expectations coming from him in the James Paxson trade and it's been a welcome sight for the Mariners to see him doing his thing every sixth day. So, Nerve, who do you got for your Nerve. hitter that you're going to show? Show some love. love to that hitter. Some love. Might be a little bit of an obvious pick, but I still feel like for the numbers that this guy's put up this year, um, not talked about enough. Juan Soto. I mean, he was quarantined at the beginning. Not talked about enough. Okay, sure. <laughs> All right, easy, big guy. He's put up some numbers. He's got a – Digging deep. He's got a 2.2 war. I mean, again, he's leading the NL in a lot of – in a lot of batting categories. I mean, I feel like he's kind of been – in my opinion, not talk about it enough. The dude is what twenty-one years old, and he just absolutely rakes. That's insane to me that he's putting up these numbers. I mean, he's got thirteen bombs in only forty-four games, getting on base at four eighty-seven, so he's almost on base half the time. And uh, yeah, I just think the dude rakes, and I think he needs a little bit of love, even though he might be a little mainstream. But I'm still giving him my love. So mainstream that you just gotta go to the ESPN stats, and you'll see him right away. That's Nice job. Hey, give Juan Soto some love, please. This is all about love, not about hate. I I think he's great. I don't know if I'm showing you love. That's that's where it is. You you barely do. 
Um, so who I'm going to show some love to is Michael Conforto, Pacific Northwest guy, shout out. But um, interesting stat, he actually leads the league in uh, opposite fields hits. So that's interesting. Good for him. But Yeah, right? Exactly. Um, he's ha- having a really solid year, and we should get into it probably in the off season, but he – He's going to go into some – he's going to get some ARB money this year. He's played really good defense. He's been productive off, uh, offensively. Uh, he he came out and said he's opened an extension, but he's also shutting it down for the rest of the year. So He's going into a contract year next year too. So he's, he's, been, he's been real good. This, is, this has probably been his best year, but, you know, it's been a shortened season at the same time. Yeah, so I'm going to uh, just, you know, my my show them love for my hitters. We're not going to go real deep into it. I'm just going to let you guys know that I watched Ronald Acuna Jr. clear every seat in the stadium at the Braves Park today, and he just dropped a 495 absolute diesel to left center. That's all I got about that. Yeah, that's – the NL the NL East is in some good hands for a while. That's, That's all I gotta say. That's love watching the guy play. Love love that we all just gave the NL East a, a shout out. Um, nerve. What's your trivia for for this week? All right. Well, you guys absolutely you step it up. Yeah. No, you guys absolutely nailed my uh, trivia from the week before. So uh, here's my nerve nugget for the week. Um, Frank Robinson was the first African-American to manage a major league team when he took home of the American League Cleveland Indians in 1975. Who was the first National League African-American, African-American manager? Ooh, that's a good question. No Google? No, not uh, I, what year did Frank Robinson do that? He did it in 75. Okay. Okay. I almost feel like – could he have been the second? Could he have been the National League one as well? I, I think you might be right. I think this is a trick question. I don't, by, I don't think there's a lot of nerve. options. Wow. I think he was he I think he was both. This is quite unfortunate because both of you are right. Oh! <laughs> the Reds, right? Oh! God, the 1981 the Giants. Giants uh. Two weeks in a row, Nerve. You're going to need to step it up. I really thought that that was going to get you guys, but uh I guess uh we're going to step it up for next week, hopefully. I couldn't even think of anyone else that that would have been. I didn't even know he managed for the Giants, to be honest. I just didn't think there was a whole lot of options there. No. I mean, the first um, person that popped into my mind was old Dusty, but I, I knew there had to be one before that. Yeah, that was that was who came to my, my mind, too. But I, that couldn't have been right. All right. If you guys want another, I have a backup one because you guys got this one so easy. All right. Let's, let's hear I'm it. Down. I'm down. Um, so we all are fans of the Mariners and we all know that Ken Griffey Jr. and Sr. both played on the same team as the first father and son duo. Who was the 
other um, father and son duo, and what team do they play for? Be on the same roster. Bobby and Barry Bonds. Do we have another guess, Eli, out of you? Um, I think I know this one, actually. Was it... This might be... Tim Raines? Didn't his dad play in the big leagues? I don't know if he played with him. Well, Ben, shit out of luck. But Eli, absolutely good job. 2001 for the Baltimore Orioles. Love it. Love it. Nice. Nice. I don't think I'm not sure if he can stop us. We might yeah, be I'm, an unbeatable. Nerve we're quite package. the duo. We're quite nerve the duo. Be a crushing machine. I, I might have to go back to the 1800s for next week. I might. I might have to pull some random. Bring it on! Fuck. Shout yeah, out! Bring it on! Love it! Shout out! Three finger Mordecai Brown. He is um, podcast favorite player as of today. It's true. It is true. Boys. Uh, before we get into Twitter questions, we have a real player coming on the pod. No, we're not going to tell who it is, but we have our first player guest coming a on real the pod. guy that plays baseball. He, on. Here's a hint. He throws the ball. He I, don't, the I won't ball. say what capacity he throws the ball, but he throws the ball. He does indeed throw the ball. That it's 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 pretty exciting. It was kind of hard. I've seen him throw a baseball. Yes, and I have too. I also have. This is wow. Good. Twitter questions. Yeah, let's hop into the Twitter questions. All right. What do we think about? Uh, we got one question from my boy Casey. What do we think about fans at the playoffs? I think it's weird considering the, I mean, this is kind of what we talked about before. It's why call it a bubble if you're going to have fans come there and why put it in specific locations if you're going to have fans come there. Like let teams have home field advantage. Like I'm, I'm for fans being there, but I, I don't see the point of making this bubble. Yeah. I agree. Kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, and uh, I'm kind of on the same board. Rob Manfred has been preaching player safety, but setting fans in the playoffs looks seems like he's caring more about money than player safety as of right now. All right. Uh, Next question. Rob. Uh, Thoughts on keeping the expanded postseason past 2020? I am also start this one off i am all the way out on that i am not down with the idea of giving the owners any more excuses to not spend money on players um yeah i i'm sure i'll love watching the playoffs for what it is this year but i'm i'm not in on the situation it's a cool 2020 thing for just how messed up this whole year has been and it's it's right that team more teams have an opportunity in the playoffs this year just because how short the season was yes yeah i am also out on the again i love some of the new rules of 2020 i'm all for universal dh 
I'm out for this playoffs past 2020. I'm also out for runner on second base in extras past 2020. I think good experiment for 2020, but after that, just kill it. All right. The next question comes from our boy Gmo. Shout out I am football and the connection we had. Um, is this shortened season the future of baseball? Maybe a little bit. I could see him knocking off, I don't know, 20 games, 20, 10 games. games. Yeah. But not this, – this hasn't done enough for me. Yeah, I – I want I want more baseball. Um, I could see them taking twenty to thirty games off, the most. If but. we're talking about greedy owners as well, we we're not gonna see that. Is they're not? Yeah. You, we already know they're not doing anything that's gonna hurt their pocketbooks. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think it would be the absolute worst thing to reduce the season by a little bit. I mean, one hundred sixty-two games, very long, and I think just the stress that players get put on their bodies just for injury reasons, it could be reduced by a little bit, but I don't, I really don't see the owners reducing games and reducing fans of their games in the future. All right. We got more of a life question. Um, this is from Jaden Commendatore. How do you guys find love in this cold, dark world? That's, that's pretty deep. It is deep. Um, I might need to go to someone. It sounds like a Connor question more than anyone else. That's, yeah. He's probably got some deep thoughts on that. What, what, Nerf! What do we got for that, Nerf? Listen, my thing is, just go out, be yourself, find a lovely lady or man or any other person that you want, and that's their self and makes you happy, and just go for it from there. That's my advice on it. Ben, you're the only one in a relationship here. Your thoughts. Beautiful. Beautiful. Now you took it home. You got it. All right. Um, Any other questions? Final question. Can the Reds win it all this year? No. I know who that's from just now. Well, they can. They can. They are indeed going to make the playoffs, so they indeed can win it all. But, uh, yeah, I think we know where that question came from, and it's, it's all right. We don't have to say his name. My thoughts on that, final uh, thoughts? Cody Stevenson? No, they cannot. They won't. <laughs> it depends on who they run into. If, if a team gets knocked off, they totally can. Let's Final thoughts? I mean, I'll keep it consistent with all my other final thoughts. Uh, again, go Hawks. It's our year. But defense, please step up. Russ is putting up MVP numbers, and you're letting them down. Also, cannot be more excited for playoff baseball. Absolutely thrilled for that stuff. Love it. Ben? I'm good. I got nothing. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't have much more. I was going to say I'm excited for playoff baseball as well. Besides, but. I think uh, – my actually, my final thought is I think we need, we need some – we need people to listen to the podcast, and then we need some cleanup merch. We do. Uh, I was also going to say if you have any ideas for the podcast, please send it our way. We'll, we'd, we'd love to hear it. Um, keep sending us Twitter questions. And we'll try to keep making the best content we can. All right, boys. We're out. Yeah.